Welcome into the Fun Astrology Podcast for Saturday, August 13th, where we take a look at financial astrology from the MMACycles.com free newsletter with the blessing and approval of its author, Ray Merriman, to broadcast this with reading and interpretation every week. What we are reading can easily be found online. It's under the website MMACycles.com, and right at the top there is a tab of the free weekly forecast. So let's jump right in. This one begins with a quote from Twitter. This is from Tulsi Gabbard's account on August 9th, 2022. It says, Biden's big spending bill takes $80 billion of our money to hire IRS agents to take more of our money and snoop on what we share on Venmo and cash apps. They are not going after the wealthy. They are coming for small businesses, entrepreneurs, and hardworking Americans. Then if you missed it, an article from Thursday, Argentina's central bank raised its benchmark interest rate by 950 basis points, Thursday, as the country struggles to keep a lid on spiraling inflation. And with that, the newsletter begins from Ray. It was a perfectly normal week as far as lunar signs go, as the U.S. stock market made a high on Monday, August 8th, with the moon in Sagittarius, a low on Tuesday with the moon in Capricorn, then a much higher high on Friday with the moon in Aquarius. But it was also a highly unusual market and political week in another sense because despite the aftermath of the Mars-Uranus-Lunar Node conjunction in Taurus on August 1st and the full moon last week forming a T-square with the approaching Saturn-Uranus square, there was no meaningful downside reversal other than the 400-point one-day drop in the Dow Jones Industrial Average from Monday's high to Tuesday's low. Usually I like to try to read through these, but let's stop here for just a second because that was a lot of astrology that just went right over our heads. Let's go back two weeks to Monday the 1st. That was the Mars-Uranus-Lunar Node conjunction. Mars conjoined the North Node of the Moon, basically mid-afternoon Eastern Time, and then just before 8 p.m. it conjoined Uranus. And then he mentions what most of us enjoyed Thursday or Friday, that big full moon. And the moon was just a couple of degrees away from Saturn and obviously opposite the sun for the full moon. And that line was at a T-square to Uranus. And of course, bringing in also the North Node and Mars. What Ray Merriman is saying here is if you were looking for a potential drop, either the mid part of the week or the later part of the week, that was not unfounded based on the astrology. But the market had other plans. He says, instead, stock prices accelerated their gains in the new bull run that started in mid-June. Actually, this behavior is only half unusual, because with Uranus, as stated many times in this column, You don't know if financial markets will suddenly reverse or accelerate the underlying trend to new multi-month highs or lows. In this case, it is the latter, as many world stock indices soared to their highest level of the year this week. And that is despite the Department of Justice's bizarre and unprecedented raid on ex-President Trump's home in Florida, followed by Congress's passage of the totally misnamed 
Inflation Reduction Act that will weaponize the IRS and do little, if anything, to reduce inflation. These political events are most definitely symbolic of the nature of the geocosmic signatures that are in effect during the first two weeks of August. There's an extensive recap of markets around the world, including crypto, in the newsletter. I'm going to skip that here and leave you to check out MMACycles.com if you'd like to read up on the market performances this week. It's never easy to forecast precisely under powerful Uranus aspect signatures, and the master of disruptions and unexpected events will continue to dominate the cosmic narrative through the end of September. One thing of interest, however, is that the Jupiter retrograde cycle that began on July 28th is indeed coinciding with a new round of strength and military success by Ukraine in its fight for survival against the Russian forces that are trying to overtake its nationhood, just as this column suggested. And now, short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts, beginning with a quote from yesterday in the Wall Street Journal. A federal grand jury in Chicago convicted two former employees of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company's precious metals desk who had been charged with manipulating gold prices, finding they used misleading orders to rig prices. J.P. Morgan paid $920 million in 2020 to settle regulatory and criminal charges against the bank over the trader's conduct. That quote relates to another observation made recently in this column about the behavior in precious metals seeming to be a little bit too weird. But here we are, with transiting Pluto making a powerful T-square to the Jupiter-Neptune opposite Saturn position in the founding chart of the New York Stock Exchange, and corruption comes to the surface in this conviction. And I'm just going to make a personal parenthesis here. They just got caught. It's throughout the entire system. I studied with a guy who wore a black hat for many years and then finally put on a white hat and now teaches retail traders how the system is rigged, and it's throughout from top to bottom. Everybody does it. These two got caught. More Neptune effect in our lives, right? Back to the newsletter. Under a hard Pluto transit, no one escapes unscathed. And the New York Stock Exchange is just one of several charts under a hard transit aspect from Pluto. Others include former President Donald Trump. Everybody saw what happened to him last week. Current President Joe Biden... Think Hunter and his laptop's trove of potentially damning information. The Federal Reserve and its chair, Jerome Powell. And the United States itself. All of these and others each have sensitive natal planets in 25 to 28 degrees of cardinal signs, which is where Pluto is now and will remain through much of 2023. As I'm recording, Pluto is sitting at 26 degrees, 47 minutes retrograde in Capricorn. We are now in the midst of the most intense geocosmic climate of the year in August and September. Everything cosmically is pointing to the week of September 21st to 28th, when Saturn will make its fourth and final 45-year waning square passage to Uranus. 
Well, within less than a degree of exactness, it will be the same degree, just not the same minutes. In fun astrology vernacular, it will kiss on the cheek, but not on the lips. This will be the sixth time this aspect has happened in the U.S. history. Every alternate or other time is 90 years. And it is interesting to note that the other times of the early 1840s and 1930s have coincided with the most devastating stock market crashes ever. 80 and 90 percent losses, respectively. Could it happen again this decade? It is possible, but as of now, the recent decline appears to only be a normal 23-month cycle trough that ended June 16th and 17th with a decline of just 19.7% in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Our forecast was for 10 to 26%, after which a powerful rally would unfold until at least September-December of this year. We will be refining this study now in time for the investment retreat that starts in four weeks, which is explained in the announcements section of the newsletter. As pointed out earlier, there are an unusual number of Uranus signatures in effect through August and September. The first, we mentioned previously, was August 1st, the conjunction of Mars with the North Node and Uranus. The second is taking place now as the Sun forms an opposition to Saturn and a square to Uranus that began on the 11th on Thursday and runs through Sunday the 14th. And the next one will be when Uranus turns stationary retrograde on August 24th, one week from Wednesday, followed by Venus in square to Uranus and opposition to Saturn August 27th and 28th. Both of these periods are likely to be significant in several financial markets, which will be discussed in detail in our weekly subscription reports. But also noteworthy will be the powerful heliocentric Mercury transiting through Sagittarius August 16th through 29th, which has major implications for precious metals. It's going to be wild, it's been wild, and a whole lot of shaking is still coming up for markets nature, weather, politics, and traveling. And that concludes the newsletter for this week. I only opened my trading software two days this week. That was Thursday and Friday. I can put my software on a simulator where you're not trading live money, and I did that Thursday and Friday just to see if, you know, if things were still intact and did quite well for those two days. For the last several weeks, my focus has been this trip that we have just concluded here in North Carolina, so my focus was that and not on trading. But I guess for me, I was a little bit less optimistic than Ray was, and he called it, he called it better than I did for sure. From that June 17th bottom, I had a thought that maybe the market would go back down and retest that, if not break it. It didn't. So I'm optimistic to see here in black and white that he's saying the general trend will be up through the end of the year. You know, most people who are in the market are in it in some form of index fund related to their investment portfolio, their 401k or IRA. And when you look at that and see it go down, it just puts a dower on everything. And then when you look at it and see it go up, of course, things get more optimistic. So I hope for people's hard-earned retirement money, their savings, their investment dollars, I hope that this is true. 
Ray certainly laid out the three key markers, the one that we're under now with the full moon that we just had and then the upcoming square to Saturn. And then right in the middle of that, a week from Wednesday, Uranus goes retrograde. And remember, when any planet stations, it gets stronger. That is as cookbook astrology as making blueberry muffins from mix. I mean, it is like you just don't you don't have to improvise anything. Dump it in the bowl and there you go. Now, we'll see what happens. Certainly, if you take a wide orb of an outer planet that's coming to a crawl, what happened this week fits that mold like nothing probably that we've ever seen in our lives. Of course, I'm referring to what happened on Monday in Florida. And I just keep thinking of the way that Robert Glasscock approaches this. We've looked at and identified all of the solar arc and transit to natal positions in the United States chart over the next five years, let's say. We've noticed the hotspots, identified what they could be, put it into the context of mundane astrology. Then you step back away from the chart and you say, are we moving more toward those situations toward those outcomes or more away from them. And one of the big things that awaits all of us, not just the United States, the whole world, is that in 2024, Pluto will leave Capricorn and enter Aquarius. There are many flavors you can paint with Pluto. (laughs) Let's go back to our muffin mix astrology here, right? Transformation. That's one of the easiest cookbook definitions of Pluto. Something dies or it falls and it is reborn. Story of my life as documented on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. It hit me late. It hit me hard. And I fortunately made some right choices in there that are all documented in the episodes of that podcast and rose from the ashes. But we are on the front end of that related to the United States chart. Of course, this is the year that three times, we've been talking about these threes, three times Pluto returns back to its exact degree and minute of July 4th, 1776. Two of those are behind us. One is still in front of us. There are two other very significant Pluto aspects in the solar arc charts. Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio and the eighth house. You can't get far away from our muffin mix and not mention death. Things taboo, things you don't want to talk about. Also, deep explorations. What about sex and sexuality? Taboo, more specifically. What about things hidden, unseen, secrets, undercover work, all of those scorpionic characteristics? Our muffin mix has a little thing on the back that says if you want to be a detective and you're a Scorpio, you're going to probably be a good one. Very comfortable getting to the bottom of things, unearthing things, unmasking, going into the dark places and all the corners. And we couldn't put our muffins in the oven without mentioning... They're going to be big muffins. (laughs) Pluto is powerful. And then as we slide our muffin pan into the oven and turn on the light to watch the show, we'd have to remember the big conjunction with Saturn back in January of 2020. We remember back when Pluto and Saturn conjoin in the sign of Capricorn what things have happened in the past. And it is radical transformation and powerful rebirth. 
So as Pluto moves into Aquarius, we're just cleaning up the business in Capricorn before Pluto leaves. And then we face a new dilemma, a dilemma we've already been seeing play out. Aquarius's fierce demand for self-autonomy. Leave me alone. Hands off. I'll do it my way. Versus the flip side of the large government, old Capricorn, the little bit that didn't get cleaned up, wants to cling to control. Authoritarianism. And that's how Ray started this week's newsletter with this quote from Tulsi Gabbard about the expansion and weaponization of the IRS. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the Aquarian, Pluto, authoritarian versus do-it-my-way battle at its best. This obviously is not financial advice. It is reading a published newsletter from an expert in this field who has been doing it since the 1980s with a little bit of astrological commentary. Let's go to the end of the newsletter now, the other side of the page, and remember that a whole lot of shaking is still coming up. And this is well said for the markets, for nature, for weather, for politics, and for traveling. So be careful out there and don't be surprised if there are more surprises. Ah, our muffins are ready. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. Ray, thank you for letting us repeat your newsletter and add a little bit of commentary to it. Hope this helps you guys. We'll see you back on Monday. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. 